1: It's The List and your boy at Fightful.com. Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong.
0: What's up, you guys? It is October 20th. It is List and your boy, number 230, brought to you by our friend Twitter.com slash DestinyFOMO. You guys can follow her over at Destiny FOMO. If you're into games, if you're into wrestling, if you're into all kinds of fun stuff, follow Destiny FOMO. We'll plug it again a little bit later. But hey, we got Jimmy Van back. So leave a thumbs up. Leave a thumbs up if you're happy Jimmy Van's back. Please don't leave a thumbs down if you're not happy that he's back. <laughs> but subscribe, tap that bell uh for notifications, and send a super chat to get your question or statement read right on the air, like Van Twin Blade just did, who says you know it's all about the butts, Jimmy. Did you know that? Did you I, know, Jimmy, that you know it's all about the butt?
2: butt? That was that was nice. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I got I always over. I don't know anymore who I might offend. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> well, so was, I was. How was do I answer point. that without pissing somebody off? So
0: that was the point of the whole bit, Jimmy. So I we were talking about some people who get a little too weird on the internet about wrestling. And I said that they needed to go touch a butt. And Denise is like, why a butt? Why not any other thing? And I'm like, well, Denise, I'll tell you why you insensitive jerk, (laughs) because everybody has a butt regardless of gender, whether they're non-binary, you know, what, you know, who, who or what they like. Everybody's got a butt. So therefore,
2: but, You know, when I was a kid, Sean, and one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid was the Junkyard Dog, mm-hmm. and as a kid, you don't really think about the lyrics to grab them cakes. No, you sure
0: don't, and we want people to consensually and legally grab them cakes. We don't want people to just go ahead and and do it all willy-nilly. Don't do not do that. But When
2: you get older and you think about, and I know you've talked about the Booker T one, when you get older and you think about the lyrics, Junkyard Dog was encouraging assault.
0: Yes, yeah, that was kind of wild. That was
2: kind of wild. That's just how it was, you know. Well, and Jim- he did it as a duet with a woman who encouraged him <laughs> sure. to grab them cakes. Sure, sure. That was the time, I guess, in the mid 80s. Yeah,
0: thank, thank you to Kyler for making that clip. Melissa go. says, Get a handle in volume leveling, SRS. Uh, I don't, StreamYard doesn't allow that. So, therefore, every time you know but sorry i'm sorry jimmy you're back are you on a tiered deal or are you full-time now
2: yeah it's a tiered deal it is a tiered (laughs) deal yeah i i I show up whenever sean incents me to you know it makes it worth my time to show up so you know because you are a partner now in fightful uh in fightful inc that's true but uh, I am. no, I've, I've had stuff going on. I, I can't guarantee I'm going to be here every Wednesday, but uh, but I am here today. And so I. it's funny, you know, I, I was I was saying to Sean, you know, did you miss me? But we talk like almost every day, mm-hmm. but we just haven't you know, spoken in a, in a, in a live podcast setting like this.
0: So it's funny. So- I was going to have Jeremy fill in for you today. And he goes, well, I know why Jimmy rushed back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got tipped off. I got, got tipped, tipped off. off. I actually well, I didn't gosh, tell it all. October twentieth is
0: the day, I guess. Charles says, gabagool, Jimmy."
2: Okay, well, uh, you,
0: you are so out of the loop. You are you haven't been around since Tony no.
2: D'Angelo has been a thing. It's true. It's true. And I I will be the first to admit, you know, because I I don't consider myself to be the the, the wrestling aficionado that Sean Ross app is yeah. I'll be the first to admit I'm, I'm out of the loop a little bit on uh, on you know like Impact. I'm out of the loop a little bit on NXT. A little bit, because I've been, Sean knows, we talked off the air, and Sean knows what I've been dealing, uh, dealing with. I've been distracted by my core business. I've yeah. had to give it my undivided attention for a few weeks, and so uh, I'm a little out of the loop. But I still got lots of information, got some numbers, some business stuff, because you know that's what I like. Yep. So
0: Indeed, uh, we we'll got, got lots of it. stuff. We're going to make some, uh, G- not GCW, even though GCW has a good show coming up this weekend. Uh, they've got Bloodsport this uh, Friday as well. I've got two interviews from that, Tom Lawler and Marina Shafir. Make sure you guys check that out. Got an interview with Deanna Perrazzo that I'm dropping tonight since there's no AEW. So we're gonna I'm going to make my quick Bound for Glory predictions. Uh, it was going to be hard to fit in two additional live streams with all these shows and Crown Jewel and three uh, interviews. So uh, we're going to do that a little bit here today, but get in those Super Chats, guys. We've got Brent Lockman saying "Fightful causing Sir Mix a Lot to run through my head is not where I expected to be this week." Well, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we don't. We don't. We 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 just want you to to do it consensually and legally. Very important. Chop Pone says, "Isn't it weird that people seem confused about the importance of demos when Raw and SmackDown would be never be number one." uh by viewership by a metric smackdown is usually last that is a very good point now i'm not gonna pretend to be like a big numbers guy like i'm I'm not big i love the discourse around them as long as people don't get all cry baby about it god it, it's you know it's somebody a, you know, what, you, know somebody sent me
2: on, you know what somebody sent me on twitter today what's that so, because we are going to talk later about some of the numbers and AEW and starting to pick up some wins and we're going to talk about it. Sure. Somebody sent me a, a, two WrestleTick screenshots. One of them was for a Raw show in California coming up. Another was a Dynamite in Florida. Yeah. And they tried to say AW's not winning because Raw in, or I guess it was a SmackDown, SmackDown in California has sold more tickets than the Dynamite in Florida. It's I
0: hate to show you them in the same markets, pal. That's
2: the point. The point is, if you're going to be fair, if you're going to do a fair comparison, it's got to be in the same market. And that's what we're going to talk about. You can't just, in order to suit your narrative, you can't just grab something here and grab something here that are not related yeah. and throw it together to suit your narrative. It doesn't work like that. That's just not That's not how it works. So we'll get into it. Before we get into it, first, I want to show off this. It's never too late to promote oh, yeah. the uh, September. What is this? September, October? Yeah. September, October edition of FIFA Mag. Look how beautiful that well, is. These, these
0: things don't get old either. I mean, no. like we've got we got so much evergreen content in there. They don't and really I've been out of here
2: for the last five weeks, so I, I can't actually hold <laughs> the sucker up until now. So here's the September-October issue of FIFA Magazine right there, CM Punk on the cover. But you know, sometimes Sean Ross App, I like to give a little teaser to the Listen your boy uh, listeners and Listen your boy viewers. And so here's what issue is it six? The uh, November-December issue of FIFA Magazine. Here's the cover of, of uh, what that bad boy is going to look like. Look at that beautiful cover. Nice. So this is the November-December issue of FIFA Magazine. It's going to be available in about a week and a half. Uh, Darby Allen's on the cover. Sean Ross Sapp interviewed Dominic Mysterio exclusively for Fightful Magazine. Shaza McKenzie did uh, the Wrestler's Tribune. Great article about uh, the late Daphne Younger written by uh, Taylor Hendr- Hendricks. Lots of stuff. Even an article about Joshi Pro written by a girl that works for my main company full-time named Lily. So that is going to be available in about a week and a half. FightfulMag.com.
0: Awesome. So happy Lily's writing
2: for, for the is. magazine. That is so cool. Yep, yep. And I told the story. Did you read my uh, Jerk in the Curtain article? I didn't. I haven't been sent it to me. No. No. Okay, that's not my fault. you, you, you got get on, <laughs> you gotta get on shandy. I explained in that issue in my article about how Lily came to write for us. Oh nice uh, and, and, and it's an inter- interesting story. so check out fifomeg.com you can get this one now September or October uh, and you can get November December in about a week and a half so check those out
0: And uh, once you once you order it does take a few weeks for it to, to actually arrive the, the printing schedule we do get them up ahead of time. for those of you that ask it yeah. does take a little bit. Gregory yep. Nelson putting over my plaid. I, I just got this today, actually. So,
2: so are, that's not a cutoff vest and you're not wearing like a black tank underneath it, are you? No,
0: no, oh, okay. it's, it's not. It's actual okay. sleeves, Jimmy. I can oh, afford okay. sleeves now.
2: Oh, good, good.
0: Especially, especially with you expensing the Surface Pro that I bought for work. My yeah. God.
2: Yeah, I, I totally said I was going to do that. So let's talk about Crown Jewel. <laughs> okay. Because we're doing this on October 20. Crown Jewel's tomorrow, October 21st let's not kid ourselves crown jewel is the true wrestlemania to wwe uh they earn a reported 50 million per show from the saudi arabian government (laughs) If they get paid if they get paid very good point if they get paid yeah so uh the the saudi shows are the true wrestlemanias for wwe and you know brandon thurston from wrestlenomics he made this point and this puts it into perspective wwe makes more from one saudi show from one night uh, in saudi arabia the new japan earns in a year in terms of revenue yeah think about that sean it's really it's really crazy so it's going to be uh tomorrow and uh, you said that you wanted to, to go over the card quick i'll throw out these matches you give me your your uh, pick all right okay roman roman reigns brock lesnar
0: i think you got to go with roman reigns i think that we are on a march towards a two-year title run for roman reigns and i hope so
2: i agree on that yep becky lynch bianca Belair, sasha Banks.
0: I don't know what on earth, what on earth um, they are going to do with this title belt. If they're going to have Sasha and or, or Becky and Charlotte swap titles, Bianca is on raw. I just don't know how that will work out, but it's WWE. So I'm going to assume they're going to do the dumbest shit possible. So I'm going to say someone that's going to raw is going to win this title. And then they're going to trade the titles with Charlotte.
2: That would be so terrible, but it, there's a good chance. I I'm gonna. I don't know why I give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Sasha Banks wins either at Crown Jewel or on SmackDown on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, because she is the only girl that's going to be on the brand. So I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and I'll say Sasha Banks. Uh, this next one is very similar situation. Biggie, Drew McIntyre. Biggie, very has to easy. Be. Very easy has to be. Drew's going to be on SmackDown. Um, oh boy, poor Bobby Lashley against Bill Goldberg.
0: I think they're going to have Goldberg win, but they really shouldn't. They really should not. I agree. I think they're going to have him win for his kid. I think they could have had a really good, like Bill Goldberg as Rocky Balboa in 2006 story, if they had never put him in a title match or not done it the last few years and like had him lose a couple, then win a big match. And then he's like, can I do it? I got to prove to myself I can do it or else I'm going to wrap it up. And maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. It could have been a really good story instead of portraying Goldberg at 234 years old as this insane monster, as the guy who used to be the monster. And he wants to prove to himself he still could. I think there was a good, relatable story they could have told there. And they screwed it up because now nobody wants to see Goldberg. Nobody sane wants to see Goldberg
2: in a title match anymore you're right and when he first came back to face Brock like when he first came back for that run they teased it then like you know you're first and you're last yep and since then he's wrestled like a dozen matches
0: yeah so Um, yeah Mike Preventure says Sunberg versus Hook in 2024 is gonna be wild yes yeah
2: (laughs) Sunberg (laughs) they (laughs) should call him that that's awesome
0: and Justin Lopez says damn right we're on the road to 730 days for Roman Reigns he is the most I think we're going to get three months out of Drew McIntyre. I think we get another Brock match. I think you probably get one out of maybe Nakamura. They already filmed a tribute to the troops thing. Um, I think you get Xavier and Kofi, and you probably get a couple more here and there. Probably a couple out of Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy. as yep. well. I agree. Uh, Douglas Johnson says, what's your favorite charity? Uh, Nami is is a good one, and I like the Love Alive charity in Jacksonville. Uh, there's... there's homelessness is rough in Jacksonville and uh, the Pope D'Angelo De Niro, Elijah Burke does a lot of great work with them.
2: There's a few animal related charities that I like. I like the ones where the money does not go to administrative costs. And that's something with every charity that you have to look into. I like the ones where it actually goes into into helping the animals. So I like a few local ones and I actually really like make a wish. I love the concept of make a wish. So, uh, edge Seth Rollins. Edge is going to win that. I think so too uh king of the ring finals come on Vince McMahon's got to be aware of what Xavier Woods is all as as long dreamed right he is aware
0: but you know how Vince McMahon books he heat, he heat, he heat, he heat, he he and what he thinks is I think probably he should too Finn Balor should probably go heel but if they do it uh boy um you think Finn's gonna win yeah,
2: I think Finn wins. The prince becomes the king. Ah, oh, so disappointing. So disappointing. Uh, okay, now now this next one. Now, granted, I, as, as I was saying, there's five girls on this card. That's five girls that are going to be dressed from, like, their neck to the bottom of their feet. And uh, one of them is the Queen's Crown Finals. Uh, Zelina Vega, dewdrop. It's got to be dewdrop, right? I mean, she's nah, it's going to somewhat- be Zelina.
0: Guarantee it's Zelina. Really? I think it's Zelina, yeah.
2: Who's that? I mean, Zelina's good. Don't get me wrong. She's good. But they it, it's like lose. maybe maybe they
0: should have had her win sometime in her first exactly. three months in the company.
2: Exactly. At least Dewdrop's gotten something of a push, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Mansour uh, Mustafa, it's got to be Mansour.
0: Mansour's going to win that. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that match. It's going to be really, really good. And what I hope is that after that, Mustafa Ali looks at him, shakes his hand, hugs him, and they reform their team.
2: Not going to happen,
0: but that would be a great
2: idea. Yeah.
0: And says, right. says, You earn my respect shakes his hand hugs him that's how right. you do it
2: right and then uh, their first tag match together must have uh, looks at him like this because he's smiling you know that's what they're gonna do right yeah one of those yeah one of those okay i want to talk about aew wwe the head-to-head battles we've seen lately i think it's been very entertaining the uh the social media stuff roman reigns is even getting involved in it it's been it's been very interesting so it all started with smackdown you know, this yeah. is where this whole thing kind of began. SmackDown had to move to FS1 from Fox for one week, although I think there's another one coming in a few weeks. Yeah, uh, but they had to move as a one-off because of Major League uh, Baseball playoff coverage. WWE then announces that they're going to add an extra half hour, so that means that they're going to run until 10:30 Eastern Time on FS1. Uh, AEW then retorts because obviously running a half hour to 10:30 was intentional to compete with Rampage. I don't care what WWE says publicly; they did it on purpose. To compete with Rampage, so AEW then says, "Okay, cool. Well, we're going to do a one-hour pre-show, starting at nine o'clock Eastern Time on YouTube, and that pre-show at nine o'clock is going to be headlined by Brian Danielson against Minoru Suzuki. A hell of a one-time, like first-time match that they're that they're just throwing away. That's what they did. So the ratings come out, and everybody wants to see that ten o'clock to ten thirty Eastern." How was the head-to-head on cable? Because like the YouTube numbers were okay, but you can't draw a comparison. How was the ten to ten thirty head-to-head cable battle? Right. Well, Rampage won in the coveted eighteen to forty-nine demo uh, rating, three hundred twenty-eight thousand viewers to two hundred eighty-five thousand viewers. SmackDown won in the overall viewership, but uh, Rampage won in the in the key demo. Tony Khan was excited, you know, very jubilant on Twitter, and he should be excited. Because WWE laid down the gauntlet. WWE said we're going to go for an extra half an hour. They did it intentionally. Mm-hmm. And Dynamite beat them in the key demo. Or Rampage beat them in the key demo. They should be excited. But the one thing that I wanted to to, to uh, mention, and I said this on social media. Because, again, you got your WWE loyalists. You got your AEW loyalists. They're always going to paint the picture the way they want to see it. And I like to be fair. This is not apples to apples to me. No. Even though I realized that they were both on cable television, they were both in, in a 10 to 10 30 time slot on cable television. It's not apples to apples. The reason it's not apples to apples is because rampage has been in the same time slot on the same channel for two months. Smackdown is always on Fox. This is one off on FS one. I guarantee you, and I don't know the numbers, but I guarantee you hundreds of thousands of viewers, if not a million plus viewers tuned into Fox at eight o'clock. And when they saw that Smackdown wasn't on, they watched something else. So to me, it's not apples to apples, but because WWE laid down the gauntlet, I don't blame Tony Khan for 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 boasting and for patting himself on the back. And uh, they they the numbers are the numbers, and they beat them in the key demo, and they should be happy about it. But it's not apples to apples, and I just wanted to to lay that out to be fair.
0: Yeah, I mean this is unique and different, and uh, uh. It, uh, what what can i possibly say it's it's not apples to apples it's it's just different yes there's not much more i can add to it smackdown's usually on fox you, you've said it you've said it however as somebody who loves the shit talk and i mean the harmless shit talk yeah i agree. love it there are people that confuse being toxic with sh- with being harmless and like the top dollar stuff I don't care. I couldn't care a bit about it. Funny to me. Uh, the Young Bucks firing back, funny to me. MJF giving Roman Reigns a bunch of props then saying, well, I know he watches AEW, but he got beat by Ruby Soho and she sucks. That was so funny to me. There's some, like a lot of people are like, focus on your own shit. focus. I don't give a damn. No. How, first off, how dumb are you? How dumb are you to only be able to do one thing at a time? You think somebody can't? fire off a little tweet and then <laughs> go focus on their show. Y'all got to multitask better. Got to do better. This is so harmless. It is. And I feel like I've said it so many times before. I grew up in the era of billionaire Ted and Jeeps rolling up to Nitro and Gilberg and <laughs> giving away results on Nitro and yep. those commercials that looking back, I really loved were WCW would run footage of like Vader and Mark Marrow and British Bulldog getting their ass whipped by WCW wrestlers and say, this is where the big boys play. This is where they they're from for, Of Rick Rude showing up the same night, Yep. all that stuff, the BWO and ECW for all that, all that discussion of focus on your own show. No, man, no, do what you want. Have some fun with this. Make it fun. Don't take it too seriously. But, man, I I loved it when Kurt Angle looked at Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and said, I hear TNA is hiring. That was so funny. I love that stuff. This, The fact that anybody even cares says that we're in a much better place right now.
2: Yeah, and I, I it wouldn't shock me if Roman uh, texted Punk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They work together in the same company. So it wouldn't surprise me if he texted Punk. Like, I agree with you. I think it's just because all these guys – they're happy to have a job. You know what I mean? Like Roman Reigns is not going to say, well, I don't want these AEW guys to make a living. Of course he wants them to, Yeah. you know, there are a lot of them are boys. Adam, Adam Cole, when he was on the NXT roster, you always saw him at AEW events and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of these people are boys and, and it is all in good fun. And so you shouldn't take it uh, too seriously. Now I do believe that Tony Khan really wants to kick WWE's ass. <laughs> and I, and I do think that WWE put the show until 1030 on purpose to compete with rampage. Yeah. But that's different. That's at the, that that's not, that's not locker room, you know? Man, so
0: I, I want more of it as long as it doesn't hurt anybody and, you know, nothing, nothing like really like brutal comes out of it. Yeah. And I, that's the type of stuff I
2: want. And they're not I all going to be Jerry Briscoe. Remember Jerry Briscoe in the Monday Night Word documentary? Yeah. He was starting to sweat.
0: Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pretty wild. They're not all going to uh, be him.
0: I mean, people got to remember like, and not all this stuff was good. Not all this stuff is good. Medusa threw a title in the trash can, Eric Bischoff coming down on a, on a motorcycle out of the sky, like talking about how he won so many weeks in a row, the fake razor, the fake diesel, Jim Cornette cutting promos on WCW during WWF Shane Douglas throwing down an NWA title, which was in large part, a shot at WCW who had used that title you had Oklahoma, which is one of the dumbest angles of all time. Yeah. But you you had Vince McMahon posting letters to Ted Ted Turner. You had Mick Foley with the WCW title on ECW spitting on it, even though it was a part to accentuate that angle. Eric Bischoff challenging people to uh, challenging Vince to fights. Not to mention every name Virgil had in his career was a rib on another company. They, they ribbed Dusty Rhodes in WWF. They yeah. ribbed Vince McMahon in WCW. They ribbed Shane McMahon. His name was Shane for a while. They, they had a woman, a jacked woman named Asia yeah. because Asia was bigger than China.
2: Did you just wing all of these or did you read it's them off It's so somewhere?
0: easy to remember all that. There's so many. There's a bunch that I probably don't even remember. There's uh, Akim, The African Dream. Was a shot at or or a rib on Dust? I mean,
2: even six pack, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean that was that was his way. Yeah, you had there was all Mike Awesome popping up behind Kevin Nash, and they were heavily, heavily like ECW champion. And then what did they do? WWE was like, oh, let us help you out with this, just so they could have one of their guys beat WC- a WCW guy. This stuff. Like is nothing in comparison to that, but it's
2: it's harmless to me. You know one thing something just popped into my head about Kevin Nash and and when I saw this, it it made me smile because it it tells you what kind of guy he is. When Kevin Nash was on Steve Austin's podcast Mm -hmm. and they showed the clip when he first showed up back on Nitro, Kevin Nash on Nitro said uh uh, note the adjective play, (laughs) right? And plays not an adjective. Yeah. When they when they played that back on Austin's podcast, Nash, what is it in 30 years? Yeah, he was still beating himself up about it. Yeah. And, and, and Austin was like, it's okay, man. Adverb, whatever. It's all right. And 30 years later, Nash is still beating himself up. So I, I, I love that because, uh, Nash is a, is a smart guy and he, uh, he, he felt silly even though he didn't need to. I wanna, I wanna shift gears and talk about the Queen's Crown Tournament. And I'm gonna thank Denise Salcedo for the times on this one, Sean. Oh, so I was, when they I, in-
0: Jimmy, you, you cut me off. I was gonna do a hilarious rib where I said, check out the adjective, but, you know
2: what's all about, my- but, so when they announced the queen's crown tournament i very naively and foolishly thought that all of the women in the company were going to participate and and i i i'll go so far as to think i thought charlotte was going to win you know the queen right yeah. And so that's where I thought they were going. And I thought we were going to get some of these banger matches with like Charlotte and Sasha and Becky and some of the girls that don't ever get a chance to shine in there with Charlotte and Sasha and Becky. Like, that's what I thought we were going to see. And man, was I naive and foolish. So instead, all they did was take the girls that they never push and put together some matches with them and book them the way that they would every other women's match between the girls that they don't push and Denise, or perhaps kept, even worse, maybe perhaps worse even right. worse than usual. Yeah, you're right. So, Denise uh, kept a time on this. So, so far through the semifinals, they've had six matches. Uh, they had Zelina, Tony Storm, Carmella, Liv Morgan on uh, SmackDown, Shayna, Dana Brooke, Natty, Dewdrop, then the semi, Charlotte, Zelina, uh, Carmella, Carmella, Zelina, and Dewdrop, Shayna. So, six matches over those six matches, according to Denise, the total ring time has been 13 minutes and 34 seconds, which is an average of about a little over two minutes a match, over six matches. My question for you is, what have they accomplished? What's WWE accomplished? Nothing.
0: Nothing. They they have um, started and stopped the Shayna feud. They have put a woman over so far in the tournament who I think is going to win it, who didn't win any matches like for... None of the matches that she won made sense. Like she beat Tony or not Tony storm. She beat Liv Morgan before a pay-per-view match that Liv Morgan was going to win. It was so stupid. And then they decided to put her over like, (sighs) nothing ever matters. Nothing ever matters. And they condition us to know that nothing ever matters. And this is, is one of those situations. Like, am I stoked that a queen's crown and a king of the ring exists Hell, yeah, I am. But this is another case of uh, them taking a bunch of stuff. Look, the, the Tag Team World Cup, the, the Best in the World World Cup, the Greatest Royal Rumble. Look at them. They love to put this stuff in Saudi. Oh, it, it'll matter. Will it? I doubt it.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's 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 definitely not good. It's not good when you see these girls doing these quick two-minute matches. A lot of distraction finishes. Uh, and and it is disappointing, especially, you know, and we'll talk about this in a minute. Um, Bianca Charlotte on Raw, these girls can go. Yes. And 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 the same thing with a lot of the girls that they're not utilizing. Like, they can work some of these girls.
0: I mean, Carmella had an amazing series of matches with Charlotte back in the day. Right. And we haven't seen that out of her because the last several years have been her being our truths lackey or being what what they've got her doing now like yeah. for so for those that think that she can't work the, the evidence is there it's just they haven't done they they don't do these women women a a good service they don't highlight their athletic attributes and this was something that many of them feared months ago so
2: i uh i was looking at that match on monday bianca charlotte And, uh, again, you know, there's people that are going to defend everything WWE does and that's fine. Like, like wrestling is subjective. You can like it if you want to like it, but I was watching that match. It was a really good match. Then it's the main event of the show. Then all of a sudden a chair gets involved. The bell rings. It's a DQ. What did the live fans do when the bell rang?
0: Nothing. They booed
2: (laughs) when the bell rang, they booed. Yeah. And when that happened, I thought, you don't want to give the wrestling fans credit, maybe if you're WWE. When people invest emotionally into something, they want a decisive outcome. If they're yeah. gonna if they're gonna do 15-20 minutes getting into this match, they want a winner, they don't want this shit, right? And so I asked Gasberto Guzo, uh, yes. uh, uh a buddy with Fightful here. He does a lot of you know match data and stuff for us. Yep. I ask Gasberto just got promoted kid, to full-time, actually. There you go, and I believe he's from Edmonton, Alberta, and he's an other fan, so good for him. So I asked Gasberto. Hmm. Uh, can you tell me main events on WWE television year to date, how many of them have been clean finishes? So we're just looking at Raw and SmackDown year to date, how many clean finishes, and this is according to Gisberto. So Raw so far this year, they have had 19 clean finishes. He also said that there were two money-in-the-bank cash-ins. I don't count that. That's a little bit different. So they've had 19 clean finishes, and they have had 15 non-clean finishes. Six DQs, eight distractions, one count-out. That's almost a 50% – you know, 50-50 ratio. Close, right? 19 and 15. On SmackDown so far this year, according to Gisberto, 12 clean finishes, 12 non-clean finishes, three DQs, seven distractions, two count-outs. 50-50. Yeah.
0: And for hey. those of you who are saying, well, what happens to the weeks that are missing? There, there are main event promos in some of those that right. that weren't counted because what we won't do is count something that is not the main event as the show closer. But that's real disheartening. That is very disheartening, Jimmy. And that's, that's what I said. And it's, it's amazing how many goofballs I got when I said this is disheartening. After Monday, they said, you new here? It's been like that. It's been <laughs> like that. No shit, Sherlock. They think this stuff protects somebody. They think this stuff like, saves somebody. It doesn't. What it does, Jimmy, is make it look more inconsequential every single time.
2: You're right. Like, it, it, It's like you miss nothing. It, it's like there's no reason to watch. You remember a few weeks ago, they were in Madison Square Garden. I believe this was the show. And it was the Usos and the Street Profits in the main event. Mm-hmm. and uh, i believe the usos won by count out i believe maybe the, one of them might have been the street problems they won by count out i posted on twitter that night i was like big show mass and square garden brock lesnar's back whatever a big show and they still did a non-finish somebody hit me up on twitter and they said and they're a wwe fan and they hit me up and they said what do you mean a non-finish it ended in a count out they actually said that to me people That's actually believe this
0: they're conditioned
2: Yeah, they actually said it. So this takes me to my next point. I've got top WWE stars
0: saying that this is a problem. Top WWE stars that are like, why are we making things as inconsequential
2: as possible? I agree. Like, it makes you not need to watch it because you start to believe, well, I'm not missing anything. I don't need to watch Raw next week because I'm conditioned, like you said, to believe it's going to be a DQ or a distraction or a camera. Like, I don't need to watch it. That's the problem. And this takes me to my next point. Uh, and this may or may not be related to match finishes. I think to a degree it is, I think to a degree it has to yeah. do with AEW has just been, they, they just have cleaner wins. Um, now this is according to Russell If you go on Twitter and look up Russell they tell you in real time, how many tickets have been distributed for a show? How many have been sold for a show? And this is as of October 17th. So there's a new building in long Island, New York called the USB arena. Just opened up. I think the Islanders are playing there in the NHL. WWE raw is going to be at that venue on November 29th. AEW Dynamite is going to be in the same venue, about a week and a half later on December 8th raw according uh, as of October 17th, according to WrestleTix, they had distributed 7,100 tickets because granted they have a bigger stage and stuff than Dynamite. They distributed 7,100 tickets. They sold 3,130 tickets. It's about a 44% sales ratio and they have, and they have about 3,970 tickets available. Dynamite according to WrestleTix same venue about a week and a half later, have distributed 9,699 tickets. So they've distributed 2,500 tickets more than Raw. They've sold 7,639 tickets. So they have sold more tickets than Raw has distributed. And they have sold double what Raw has, more than double. It's a 79% ratio. And they have uh, 2,060 tickets available. So this new upstart fledgling promotion against this machine that's been doing live events for thirty plus years, and they're kicking their ass in this one venue as a, a, a as a sample. Now I know what some people are going to say, Sean. They're going to say, "Ah, oh, Raw's more expensive." That's why Dynamite's cheaper. That's why they're selling more tickets. People are going to say that, right? I looked it up, Sean Rossap, and if you go on Ticketmaster right now, the cheapest seat for Raw right now is fifteen bucks in the upper deck. Those same seats for Dynamite are thirty dollars for the same tickets. All right, The most expensive ticket for Raw available right now on the floor ringside, 600 bucks. The most expensive ticket right now for Dynamite on the floor, platinum seats, between $789 and $1,489. Jeez. So it's not because Dynamite's tickets are cheaper. That's not the reason yeah. that, they're, that they're selling better. And so the question is, so why are they selling better then? Why is Dynamite doing so much better in this market? I think there's two reasons, and you can give me your opinion. I think the first reason is the demo. AEW skews younger than WWE. And I think that the AEW uh, typical demo or average demo is more likely to spend money on the product. You you really, it is
0: really when you go there and you see an AEW show, it is an 18 to 34, 18 to 49 crowd live. Live? Um, It is a livelier product live. Um, It is quite frankly, a more exciting live product. WWE is, uh, you you see a lot more families there in, in my experience. Right, which makes it
2: more expensive when you're bringing kids and everything.
0: Yes, we got Jay love saying, what's the difference between this and Danielson Omega? Buddy, listen, I know you love WWE. I've seen your tweets. If you don't know the difference in a 30-minute time limit between two of the top wrestlers in the world and them coming out even and it ending because of a time limit and an inconsequential DQ when you know we're going to get a rematch over and over and over again... I can't help you. I can't I can't convey that to you. There's there is a difference. Omega and Brian Danielson were both protected. When there's a DQ, WWE thinks that it protects. They think that it protects, but what it does is just show us that it's inconsequential. To me, big big difference in watching two of the best women in the world wrestle this awesome match. And go to a DQ in a title match and then a non-title match, a special challenge going to a time limit draw in the first match of the night in one of the biggest shows that I just can't.
2: But see, there, can't. there's another big difference though, aside from that. And the big difference is AEW did not then bring back Brian Omega the next week no. and do it and do a distraction and then bring it back the next week. To do a count out and Bianca's then bring it back to the next She's got a title week. match
0: for, for a brand she's not even going to be
2: on tomorrow. Yeah, that's the big difference. Like a lot of the matches that we see in WWE, and we always say this: I hate to shit on WWE. I want the product to be good. I'm a lifelong fan. I want it to be good. When it's good, I say so. Brock Roman Reigns is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And having Brock in there on SmackDown saying, What do you mean, you dumbass? I looked at the contract this morning with my advocate Paul Heyman. That's freaking yeah. good, man. And when it's that good, I good. say it's good. But when it's irritating, when it's repetitive, when they don't do the clean finishes, and when you see the results in the numbers, this should be a cause for concern. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how long have we been saying this, Sean? This should be a cause for concern. And and one other thing I want to say before we get, get to my next point about why is AEW beating them uh, uh, in ticket sales? The demo is one. I really think the other is demand because I think that the perception of AEW as a live event with ticket brokers and scalpers is different. Than the perception of WWE as a live event. I don't know how many of the tickets that are out for that event at the UBS arena have gone to brokers, but I imagine it's pretty, pretty significant. I imagine. And it's, it's just a hotter ticket. And, and they have been really since their inception. Yeah, And so I think that's another big thing. But this takes me to my next point about, uh, about Raw. Do you remember um, the Monday Night War documentary?
0: Yeah, of course. Love it.
2: And Vince Russo and Mick Foley both said, that they felt that Raw was a better show than Nitro for over a year, but the numbers didn't show it because it takes time for the numbers to get there. Like you've got to consistently put on a good show week after week after week after week so that you start getting the word of mouth and you start getting that positive buzz and 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 eyeballs start coming. I think it goes the other way too. Even though WWE has a history of loyal viewers that have just always watched Raw on Monday and so they continue to watch it, I think that when you consistently present a poor show, and you consistently present the same matches over and over again. I think you chip away at your viewership, and that's where Raw is now. and And when you look at Raw this past Monday, they did one point five nine three million viewers. I know some people are going to say, Ah, it means nothing. They were up against football. They were up against Major League Baseball. They are every year, and they have been for twenty years. So this is nothing new. But what's really concerning, Sean, according to Brandon Thurston from uh, WrestleNomics. Raw did the lowest rating and the key demo in the history of the show. That's rough. Think about that. They got this new contract with USA Network, paying them like $265 million a year. The key demo is what advertisers care about. And according to WrestleNomics, Raw this past Monday, the lowest rating and the key demo in the history of of Monday Night Raw. It's got to be in In
0: October of 2019 and November of 2019, wwe had the same competition they were doing between i think it was 2.3 or 2.1 and 2.3 million viewers now keep in mind before football they were hitting like 2.5 million i'm sorry that is that is not normal and you can say less people are watching tv okay fine well then why why is aew doing comparable not only that oftentimes better numbers than what they were doing two years ago. Now you can say NXT is not there to cause competition. That is absolutely right. Is it enough to make up for a 1 million drop-off or a 600, 700,000 drop-off? I don't think so.
2: You know, what's a really good case study on this topic, the Fightful Podcast Network. Yeah. It's a great case study. And I'll tell you why Sean Rossab, how many people have told you that they don't watch raw live anymore but they tuned into your post Raw podcast with Denise Salcedo. How many I people do it? You? I don't get
0: that for AEW. No, but
2: I've for never Raw, you gotten,
0: do. I've never gotten one comment about that for AEW. I, I don't even know if I've got that for SmackDown much, but for Raw,
2: yeah, for Raw you every episode. Yeah, you do. And and one other story about, kind of related to this topic that I want to mention. And again, I, if you're a WWE fan, I'm sorry. I don't want to shit on WWE. I want it to be good. I want to highlight these issues because things really need to change in that company. And they've needed to change for a long time. Yeah. And this story that I heard today is, is relatable to this. And I don't know if you've heard this one, Sean. So we talked before about this man is 76 years old. And we've talked before about how, of course, he's out of touch with modern wrestling. And this was something that Brian Danielson said that drew him to AEW because AEW has their finger on the pulse of modern wrestling, right? Of mm-hmm. course, Vince McMahon's going to be out of touch, but it doesn't end with Vince McMahon. And who is Vince McMahon's right hand man? Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard is 58 years old. Bruce Pritchard, by his own admission, before he was rehired by WWE, had stopped watching the product
0: mm-hmm.
2: before they rehired him. According to Dave Meltzer, and you can tell me if you heard this one, it was Bruce Pritchard who pitched for Adam Cole to become a manager on the main roster.
0: I'm working that on that. It, it, that? Didn't make it didn't make it to Cole himself, but I know that Pritchard was making an awful lot of pitches. He did want uh, Cole on the main roster, but a
2: manager would have been bad. If that was his idea, Bruce Pritchard's, it goes to show that not only is Vince McMahon out of touch with modern pro wrestling, Bruce Prichard is out of touch with modern pro wrestling too. And if you're, if you're WWE, what you need is you need people that have decision-making authority in the creative process who not only know the 18 to 49 target demo, but they are in the target demo. They're in the 14 to eight to 40, 18 to 49 target demo. That's what they need. And whether you like Tony Khan or whether you hate Tony Khan, he's a lifelong pro wrestling fan. That's in his like what? Mid thirties. Yes. He's probably got a pretty good idea of what, so you know what I mean? What his demo wants. Cabrera to Vince McMahon. No wonder Ross skewing old. Ross skewing now like in the 50s, Sean, or I, I should know. say they're averaging in the 50s. Vince well, is 76.
0: Our our demo probably wants us to read these super chats I've been trying to find <laughs> an angle for for the last 20 minutes, but haven't been able to.
2: It's because you won't shut up, Sean. Yeah. Like, Jesus. have <laughs> been
0: trying to. And then Jimmy's just like, and then,
2: and then. <laughs> hey, Davis I've been on this in five weeks, man.
0: OMG, it's Jimmy. Glad to see you back. We thought you were dead, but instead you must have been investigating the SRS mystery attacker, right?
2: That's exactly what I was doing. I was doing a lot of investigating.
0: We need to follow up on bits, Jimmy. Chris Marcellus says, With Adam and Bobby in AEW, any news of Kyle or Roddy will join them in the future and reform Undisputed Era. Hate to tell you, buddy, I reported earlier this year that Roderick Strong had signed a new deal with WWE just ahead of the Diamond Mine angle. Jay Shell said, I had to spend $200 each for AEW Boston resale tickets mid-level but I bet it'll be so worth it. AEW is a very fun experience live. Very, very fun experience live. Jay Shell says, how do you think AEW would have used Carmelo Hayes? I think if he would have shown anywhere near what he's doing now, assuming that was the deal, um, it was, it would be, he would be a top guy, pretty, pretty quick order. I don't think he'd be used like Wheeler Yuda and Lee Moriarty and company are being used right now. I think that he is, Uh, like mid-level to upper main ready right now. He's been incredible.
2: It took me a second to recognize that was Shawn Michaels in the picture with him. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love that. Uh, uh, Jay Shell says, do you think queen of the ring, king of the ring winners get title shots? Mm. Maybe. Uh,
2: I think that we are going to be exposed to about six months, actually forget six months, to about 18 months of tongue-in-cheek royalty segments. Yeah uh and they're gonna have uh if xavier wins at least he'll make it fun because i i I love when xavier was out there talking about king of the ring winners like ken shamrock and stuff like that so if if xavier wins he'll make it fun but otherwise especially if they turn finn heel so if finn is heel and he's the king uh lord it's gonna be just a lot of like baron corbin-esque crap so we'll see
0: carter says acknowledge the butt and Ruby, yes, we, we do encourage you to uh, acknowledge the butt. Hannah says, I've waited for Queen of the Ring 20 years, and they do this. I can't even articulate my disappointment. Um, it's It's got to be frustrating for a whole lot of people. I know it is for me.
2: Yeah, and, and again, like they, I don't want to repeat myself, but they have a, a roster of main event level women that are really good. Yes. Why didn't they just mix things up? Like, put Sasha in there for, for 12 minutes, 15 minutes with Zelina. Yeah. They could have done that. And,
0: I mean, like, what are they, are they past, like, stupid finishes for that, too? It's like, if you're going to do shitty finishes and do it across the board, at least do it and make all the other stuff mean, I guess. It's, it's hard for me to get inside the mind of the nonsense that goes on with their booking. Mm. All If you just make sense on a very basic level, and you maximize how much stuff matters, your wrestling show is probably going to be decent at worst. We've got Christian Knight saying the Punk quote tweet of Sasha sent fans crazy, and Jay Shell said, did you see Sasha fans lose their mind with Punk? Yeah, they're going to lose their mind with stuff like that. That's going to happen, but that was all in good fun too. I loved Sasha's it's clobbering time tweet, and I loved Punk's
2: response. I I didn't see his response. What was his response?
0: He just said, it sure was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Brent Lockman says the passing of Brody Lee and how everyone across all companies came together should have proven how everyone in this war really feels. Yeah. But I mean, completely separate of that separate of stuff like that. They it's not as vicious as everybody wants to make it out to be.
2: I agree. I mean, I, I do feel like AEW there's more of a community feel with the yes. roster, which is, which is good and bad. We've talked about the negatives of that too. Because I think that that can kind of stifle. I mean, th-
0: there, you know. there are some petty stuff that goes on. Like AEW is not immune from that. I sure, hear sure, about sure, sure. Issues and jealousy in in that locker room, just as sure. I do WWE as well. Uh, Dante says, "I never watch Raw, but I always listen to the post show at work the next day." There you go. I mean, I appreciate it. Sean says, "Lest we forget, James Ellsworth was technically won the first Women's Money in the Bank. Well, I mean, technically Carmella won it, but James Ellsworth helped him." but it was so dumb they had to rerun the match. Yeah, I don't know if that was a plan or if they did that on the fly because of the the heat. I'm going to find that out actually. But Brian says WWE seems stale, same matches, no new faces and if a new face uh if there's a new face Vince kills them. AEW's fresh, uh have great matches and seeing new matches like uh like we see every week. Yeah. That that they don't let anybody just Gain momentum, yeah organically get over. Yeah, Shayna was gaining some momentum, and they're like, "Oh yeah, she's still that that girl who forgets that her submission's on."
2: (laughs) Well, all all right
0: then. Yeah, Mike Preventure says Queen of the Ring feels like evolution. They didn't promote it; it did poorly, and then they blame you people. Same with Queen of the Ring booking; like it doesn't matter. Yeah, they they do that and they self sabotage the Rey Mysterio title run. They self sabotage things, and they're like, "Well, see, see." All right, Zach Schimmel says, "Listening to this on my drive back from Tucson, Jimmy's great to have you back, and I hope your business is doing well." SRS is all about that butt.
2: Well, you know it's all about the butt, so, so people are happy you're back, Jimmy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, I'm I'm sure that the silent uh, minority are probably shitting all over me, mm. but uh, but no, it's good, Dang. man. It's it's good, and 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 I I should put over the people that uh, that filled in for me. Uh, who was here? I think Jeremy was here. Tate, Jeff Kate. Hawkins,
0: not Jeremy. Denise. Okay. Um, gosh, who else? Uh, William Washington of right. Gravity. That's
2: right. That's right. And those guys are doing awesome, too. Oh, they're doing the great. The Gravity guys. Will, killing, Phil,
0: and Killing the distraction in the demo. Killing <laughs> the distraction in the demo. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm sure Jeremy loves it. That's, good.
0: that's uh, good. We've got a super chat saying, it's been fun, some angry mud slinging, too, but that's easy enough to ignore. we got some great masters in Danielson, Suzuki, and Punk Seidel. Dope. And Hannah, uh, our great moderator, who Jimmy, did you know, Hannah, who has become one of my one of my best friends, is driving all the way here to compete against my longtime best friend Nikita Krylov fan in Jesus Golf this Saturday for number one confrendership for me. The winner is officially my best friend. Isn't this amazing? When you say driving all the way here, how many we're talking, hours? We're talking three, four hours. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'd yeah. probably
2: just, 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 you know, forfeit.
0: Claims it's untrue. Uh, it says bought front row tickets on resale for Rampage before full gear and still paid less than 100 seats for Rumble. Ugh. Guys, don't get floor seats. Whatever you do, don't get floor seats. You'll you'll always regret it. I agree with um, that.
2: Yep. I did that for a UFC one time. <sighs> And, uh I, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't had good. Had
0: four seats for the Rumble. Couldn't see anything. Had some great company there. Had a great time, but couldn't see a lot. Uh, And I'm going to make quick Bound for Glory predictions because Matt Reichel says, Bloodsport GCW Bound for Glory this weekend. Get my booster shot Friday after work. Welcome back, Jimmy. Ready for a killer show. Well, Saturday, we have Grapsity at noon. We have an AEW post show after Dynamite. And then we have a Bound for Glory review because impact wisely are like we're in vegas what the hell does it matter we're going to start at 10 after aew good on them very smart so i'm going to make some quick predictions because i'm not doing separate streams this week heath and tba versus violent by design well that's going to be rhino and it's going to be heath and rhino winning fun I, i would i would like to see uh violent by design keep winning but fair uh the decay defend the tag team championships against the inspiration you give the inspiration the titles right away. Yeah, they're getting a buzz already. They're, I saw that they're, they did uh, some did press junkets and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoping to interview him soon. Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, El Fantasmo. Uh, I mean, anybody that's seen my tweets know that I love Steve Macklin being integrated in the X Division because it's not about weight limits. It's about no limits. He doesn't work the style. He is. He reminds me a lot of like Rhino in, in his style, and I really love it. I think it should be him, but I think Trey Miguel might win that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? And pin Fantasmo. You have a call your shot gauntlet match. 15 names TBA, but we got Swan, Myers, Moose, Morrissey, Saban. I think Moose might win that. He's re-signed with the company. They got to keep him strong. I think it'd be him. Deanna Perazzo, Mickey James. Oh, I can't wait for this match. I cannot freaking wait for that. We've got an interview with Deanna Perazzo going up tonight. But I think Mickey James wins this and knocks off Deanna Perrazzo. Really? Deanna's been there since like last year, and she's already the second, like most days as knockouts champion behind only Gail Kim. You want to talk about somebody showing they could do something outside of WWE? Mm-hmm. That household, Steve Macklin, Deanna Perrazzo, didn't get anything in WWE and are showing out. But I think Mickey's going to win this.
2: Mm, interesting. They're going
0: to win it. Christian Cage, Josh Alexander. I think Josh Alexander wins it. He is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. I think he's going to take that. Then we get the Digital Media Championship, the, one of the dumbest names for a title I've ever heard. I agree. We've got we've Tanil, got Chelsea, Jordan Grace, Falaba, Crazy Steve, John Schuyler. I think Chelsea or Tenille take this based on, or, or Jordan. I think one of the women end up winning this and yeah
2: chelsea's got a lot of heat right now like she's she's pretty hot
0: yeah and And the G W stuff is very smart i I like that a lot make sure you guys tune in for our post show i mean it's going to be a late night but you know what you can keep yourself energized keep yourself good to go with magic spoon.com slash fightful still waiting on my shipment 13, 14 grams of protein. Great, great thing to say in the middle of a plug, Jimmy. Great thing to say. <laughs> it's because well,
2: I want it, Sean.
0: Well, I, I got it, and it's got all these great flavors. Oh, that 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 maple waffle flavor. That cookies and cream flavor. That's my jam. The peanut butter cup, the cocoa, the peanut butter, the cinnamon. Oh, my God. I love magicspoon.com. Like I said, 13, 14 grams of protein uh, GMO free soy free. It is, it is just a great option either in the morning or for a snack and you won't feel guilty about it. Uh, healthy cereal. Didn't think it was an option a couple years ago, a uh, certainly a delicious option in all the flavors you love. Go to magicspooncom slash fightful. Use the promo code fightful to save $5 off your order. You can make a custom bundle and get a bunch of different flavors, or you can just stack it up with the same flavor over and over again. I love this stuff. I legitimately eat it every single morning. I've mentioned earlier this year uh, when I was looking to get back into training, get back in the ring and stuff like that, it helped me lose 20 pounds. And uh, I I credit it to Magic Spoon because I eat a bowl when I wake up and I'm good until lunch. I don't have to go refill it, all that good stuff like I do with other cereals. Magicspoon.com, code FIGHTFUL. Mike Preventure too, says the Digital Media Championship is a terrible name, but I hope it does well because it's explicitly an intergender title. It is explicitly an intergender title, but to me, that doesn't really mean anything in Impact. Women have held the X Division title or competed yep. for it and the, the world title. So it's like, to me, it was, it didn't mean as much, but I do appreciate them making the effort. Makovsky says AEW gets my way for Hangman Kenny's video. I think they should do their own. I think they should set up their own. Give me, give me something like out of the good, bad, and the ugly. Give me like bad guys always die. Eminem and Dr. Dre, something like that. Give me something that can be their own. This to me is one of my favorite stories that I have ever seen in my entire life, Jimmy. And I think they should stand on their own instead of recreating something that we see from. WWE
2: passed you know it's interesting there was a time when page felt like the odd man out yeah
0: a couple of years did. ago that's part of the story
2: he was the first guy
0: that showed up at that presser this has been a story that i don't think was planned since the first day of the presser right. But but it, it came there go back and watch that presser guys in jacksonville and hangman page comes out and he says i want to be the first champion but we all knew the drill we're like buddy we know you're their friend and we know that you're in this spot because you're not the EVP because nepotism was a big concern for them, especially mm-hmm. Cody. They didn't want that perception and he was rejected because of that. And so was a woman by the name of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, who was the first signing, the first women's signing. And what happened? They adjusted. That's they right. adjusted. They didn't stay the course of what people didn't want to see. And now people want to see him. And God, I love it. Hannah says, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Oh, no. Thank you. I don't want that at all. (laughs) Uh, Kenya, Kenya, or Kenyatta, sorry, says, when I watch WWE, I hope no one comes in and sees what I'm watching. I hope when I watch AEW, I pray someone comes in, sees what I'm watching, and sits down. I mean, I try not to talk about her much on the show, but I'll tell you what, my wife isn't like, hey, we watching Raw tonight on mondays or smackdown at Idol on on fridays she wants to watch AEW dynamite with me she wanted to go to the cincinnati show with me she is excited that she gets to go uh to all out next year i'm taking her with me to chicago for that trip because it's our it's a a big weekend for us personally didn't don't have that for a lot of other shows oh sorry i accidentally read that again
2: yeah, my, my, my wife wanted to see Omega Bryan. She wanted to watch Omega Bryan. Yeah. She's she's as casual of a fan as it gets.
0: JDE says, AEW also wouldn't have Sasha losing at WrestleMania like WWE does, yet everybody wants her because she's better as a heel. To me, I think Sasha's just better as Sasha. I don't think she needs to be a babyface or a heel. She's just Sasha.
2: And losing at Media to Bianca, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Nothing wrong with that at all. That yeah. was an, uh, one of my favorite matches of all time at WrestleMania. That was great. Christian says hangman's entrance after full gear uh should be in the tune of ecstasy of gold with the Dark Order with him there's there are so many nice like hybrid songs that that have that Western feel which is funny because he's from he's from Virginia he's not from the west but he's a <laughs> cowboy he's a cowboy. I love it. There's a lot of them. Legitimately, guys, go listen to "Bad Guys Always Die." With uh, it was on the Wild Wild West soundtrack, like 21, 22 years ago, with Eminem and that. There's, you know, there's like rodeo with um, Cardi B and Lil Nas X. There's, there's a lot of town, ta- a lot of stuff you can do. Jay Shell says current top three matches this year.
2: Ooh, man, there's a um, lot of good matches. It's hard to not just an AEW, too, like in other companies. That's a hard one. Listen, I'm not gonna go top three,
0: but I'll go the first three that just pop into my mind. Um Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, Bianca and Sasha. And then actually, um, there was gosh, that that match on Raw a couple of weeks ago, the AJ Riddle match that I loved a lot. I'm not gonna say top three. But it was those are three that just pop into my mind right out of the gate. your Brothers in the Bucks too, of course. Which one? Yeah. The one in the Cage? Oh God, yeah, that was that was so awesome. Mike Provencher says Hangman's the modern day Stone Cold, not in the way he acts, but in the way he's that exact type of fan base the fans need in that day and age. 100 relatable. As we wrap up, Jimmy, we're going to do the list goes on over yep. on uh, FightfulSelect.com. So subscribe. I've already got news on AEW and Impact names going to Tony Khan and Scott D'Amore about doing a female crossover. Got some backstage news on the Mickey-Diana fight in the farm. Uh, we've got some news on Masha's deal. Uh, in addition to, I'm just posting contract news nonstop. Yesterday, Daniel Garcia was confirmed as full-time with AEW. I know a lot of people said, well, he confirmed it in Evil e vlog. <laughs> well, there are multiple <laughs> kinds of contracts. We were able to confirm it was a full-time we got news on Tom Lawler's was deal. It, was it
2: convenient that Tony Khan posted that graphic after you said on Select that there was no graphic?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that would be... Eh. Hey, whatever. I like, I like our stories being confirmed. We mm. we had a story about the Staples Center confirmed from two months ago, like a month and a half ago or something like that, uh, about them switching uh, SmackDown over there. But, damn, I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, J.D.E. says, I should have clarified I was making a joking reference to a record. Okay, fair. But I had posted a thing expecting a little bit of an uproar that said, we won't get Austin Punk, but we'll get Hangman Page versus Punk. And I didn't get any hate. It was a bunch of people going, yeah, we will. So that was cool. Douglas Johnson says, For the Glory by Hollywood Undead, and it's relatively new. I liked that one Hollywood Undead song. And then I tried to listen to more of them, and I was like, oh, no but I'm going to listen to that. Terry Allen says don't say anything good about AEW cuz there's what uh, okay, I don't want to I don't want to go at that. I don't want to give that publicity or anything like that. I get along with uh, most of those people personally, but
2: yeah. Jimmy, you you're back. How you feeling? Good. So it's funny cuz earlier on you were like, you know, I got to wait for my pause so that I can get the super chats in because Jimmy won't shut up. I've been sitting here for like 10 minutes just listening oh. to you. Sorry, we had a bunch of super chats
0: that people wanted us to do.
2: The only thing I will say is if, if you go to uh, FightfulSelect.com right now for the list goes on, uh, we're going to talk about CM Punk. I was going to do it on the live show, but it's fine. We're going to talk about CM Punk. We're going to talk about uh, some recent uh, successful MMA crossover to pro wrestling. Yep. And I want to talk about the Forbidden Door a little bit. And I want to get your thoughts on uh, on the latest uh, happenings with the Forbidden Door in pro wrestling and some stupid shit in WWE that I don't like. We'll talk okay. about that.
0: All right. Guys, uh, we are back tomorrow. We got a Crown Jewel review with Denise Salcedo. Of course, The Distraction is back. They have their own YouTube channel now for a lot of stuff. It's YouTube.com slash Fightful Distraction. Check that out. Last person that ran that channel got us demonetized. So the more you guys visit that, it helps us an awful lot. Uh, Christian Knight says the entire Django Unchained soundtrack is top tier. Till next time, guys, leave us a thumbs up. We're out